Welcome to Draft Bastards, a podcast that features four brothers consuming and reviewing craft. And all right, all right, all right, all right. England area. So all here's what happened. The topic of we the recorded day. the episode this about three weeks ago, and now we've actually seen the finale. And I never got a chance to edit the old uh, episode, so we're gonna do a part two. And we got some finale beers that Mikey got us for Christmas. It's like an episode in an episode. It's an episode within an episode. Isn't that how funny? I uh, I get to drink the beer I got you for Christmas. Yes, we're, we're going to be sharing these <laughs> these these great beers. Mikey, tell us about this beer that we're going to be uh, drinking. Real the, quick synopsis, because I know no. we got a lot of information to cover and we don't want to go too long. But this is a brewery out of Seattle, Washington, called Fremont. Uh, this is a beer I got for Rue. It is a barrel-aged B-bomb Imperial Winter Ale. Aged in bourbon barrels from 2000, limited 2017 release. It is 13% Thir- of boozy, Thirteen. boozy, viscous deliciousness. I'm glad I got to uh, get these uh, little flight glasses for us because um, <clears throat> I'm not entirely sure I'd be able to drink the whole thing. It's a serious. Absolutely not. Beer. Oh, We're all sitting here staring sure at it. It's like fine. heavy. So There's no light getting through this Heavy thing. coating of wax around the cap, so you really got to cut into it. So we already opened it and poured it, and the whole room smells like booze, boozy bourbon stout. And passing them out. Careful. Over to Kev. Careful now. Gotta be so careful. Thank you. Thank you, Baru. Oh, that looks so thick. So you get Cheers. this through your online service, yes? Yeah, I get this through uh, Tavor. Yeah. I got these a while ago. I was excited to uh, give these to you guys. Well, hey. Cheers, Mikey. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, guys. Christmas, and to boys. you guys. And to all of our listeners. <laughs> That's not as boozy as it smells. That's got a lot more sweetness than I was expecting, a lot more cocoa than I was expecting. I was expecting, oh, man, like, this is serious. it's straight it's up bourbon. cocoa and it's black licorice. Like yeah. the old like an black anise. Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Anise. yeah. It's like beer pudding. Yeah. Oh, that's serious stuff. <clears throat> it almost tastes like a dessert. Beer. Not going to lie. Yeah. When we opened this and we got that first whiff, I was a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> definitely less scared now. This yeah. is good. That well, is the numbers haven't changed. Of... It just doesn't taste as strong. Yeah. <laughs> it, that is very full of flavor. But sure. we're drinking little four ounce glasses of this. We, we got a lot to talk about. That's about all I could do, my friend. Yeah. Woo. All right. That's powerful. <laughs> that is very good. And we have two more of different kinds that you got uh, to do. So I'm glad we're doing the mini glasses if they're all this strong. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Good call. What I'd like to do is kind of go around the horn here and find out where everybody was at. I know we all went into this spoiler free, which is freaking a miracle. Miracle. So, so lucky. Somebody was at the Christmas Eve party I went to saying that it got spoiled for him oh, by uh, his significant other. And it was allegedly by accident. But and I, now they're divorced. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt so bad because he's a he's a way bigger fan than any of us. He could nerd, oh, crushed. Oh, nerd out even harder. I would yeah. have been crushed. Yeah, I think I saw a tear. I would have been oh. crushed as well. So anyways, oh, the yeah. four of us managed to watch it without spoilers, and that's pretty good. Let me say where I was at when I watched this. Um, I watched it as it was released. So East Coast time, 3 a.m. I'm so glad I did because I would not have been able to avoid spoilers. I would have stumbled into them somehow. Sure. Um, 3 a.m. I'm watching it on my phone. Unfortunately, I probably should have watched it on TV, but I, I wanted the earbuds in, and I'm glad I did that because some of the sounds that we heard. Can we jump right into the end? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're, we're we're here. Everybody. Knows the lightsaber now. first appeared. Like it just sounded so perfect. Uh, it. it I, I was a giddy child. <laughs> you know, I went right back to childhood, and um, I'm I'm just so happy with the way it was done, with the respect they paid Luke. Uh yeah. Wow. Where were you, Kev? After you guys, uh, I saw it uh, evening. In the evening. Yeah. Uh, he saw it after work. He was in a bad mood. Oh. But no, the the whole time I'm just even when I knew it was Luke. By the time I knew it was Luke, I saw the gloved hand and the green How are you going to take this away from me? <laughs> How are you going to take this away from me? Yeah. Was all I, until his hood came up. 
I didn't allow myself to believe it. I'm so glad I'm not that jaded. The second time I watched it, I got to get teary-eyed and emotional and pulled into it. And, right. Uh, I did get a little teary-eyed. I'm, yeah. I told you guys, man, I was like punching my table <laughs> at 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, yeah. maybe not quite 4, 345-ish. But I'm like slapping the table. I'm like, oh my God, they're doing it. They're doing it. Where were you, bro? All right. So I watched it uh, the night after it initially came out. <clears throat> I had seen some buzz on Facebook. Uh, spoiler-free stuff, but it was like the tone of the headlines was se- serious. So I knew, some, I knew something had happened. Um, what did but, you think happened? Uh, I was feeling like there was going to be another character, but I couldn't really... I didn't think about it too, too much. Okay. Um, yeah, so I ended up watching it uh, with my son on my lap, and I believe my girl's were upstairs so it was pretty quiet which was nice and um i'm watching it and uh yeah basically i was enjoying the whole thing thoroughly i mean it's the finale so i'm like hanging on every word the whole sequence of the Mm -hmm. rescue and everything i thought was really well done and then basically um as soon as that x-wing entered the frame my very first thought was you know no way it's 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 luke they're doing it. I'm like, no way. And like with each passing second, I could feel another hair on the back of my neck stand up. <laughs> and then like as he's destroying the um, the dark troopers, uh, you know, my jaw was literally just resting on my son's head as he's sitting on my lap. It, like for the whole time, I'm like, no way. I was having like a full adrenaline response. Just I, I knew it was him. I'm thinking it, it could only be him or... Uh, maybe Ezra from maybe Ezra. the Rebels that I'm not wicked familiar with, but, but I was thinking it was going to be, you know, something like that. And, like, you know, we, we've we talked in, uh, I think, even this episode and maybe another episode or two about about our just, you know, uh, our, our just kind of wishing and kind of yearning to see some of Luke's life, you know, after the death of his father because we got cheated out of that with, you know, The Last Jedi, right? Um, yeah, we did. So, I mean, you know, they kind of skipped over all this... Uh, Amazing stuff. I mean, you know, everyone thinks Yoda's powerful, and of course he is, but I mean, Luke is just... He is the just, force. He's something that you want to see, you know, on a screen. So at least we got um, him in this episode, and uh, I don't think I was feeling ter- terribly nostalgic like Mikey was, but I was... For me, I was just excited, beyond excited, that he had been brought into the universe again. Yeah. That that was really it for me. I wasn't, I, but and I mean, this did have been, this had been since early two thousands. I had been reading about you know Luke um, after uh, Return of the Jedi, and um, you know we finally got it, and it, and it was really really something, uh, re- really good stuff. So uh, hats off to the uh, creators of the show. Very well done. I too was working, uh, had to work that Friday. So I woke up that morning to a text in our group chat that we're in with Mikey. He texted us at 3.06 a.m. I know it's super late, and I'm sorry, but just watching the episode recap for season finale of Mandalorian has me pretty amped up. Looks like a 46-minute runtime. Good night. And then he just ghosted us on purpose. And then we all watched it when we got home, I think. I'm so happy you guys were all able to avoid spoilers. I yeah. think that was the key to really enjoy it. I did get super nostalgic. It's and... it's a show that, uh, you know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, obviously, but um, the wife, not so much, but she loves this show, mm-hmm. which is great because mm-hmm. we have something to watch together. Yeah. It's Star Wars. So, and we watched this one together. You know how with your spouses or whatever, you might be like, hey, is this a us show or a you show? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So mm-hmm. this is an us show. Anyway, uh, I got home from work. We, we turned it on and watched it. Like and Immediately, the episode is just going Mach 10. I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> and the particular scene that you're talking about, so the X-Wing came in and Grogu's ears perked up and I'm like, Jedi, okay, definitely a Jedi. And uh, then they kind of show the flashing in the screen, but you didn't know what colors the lightsaber was yet. It was black and white. Mm-hmm. But then the, they, the next cutscene, you see the 
gloved hand with the green lightsaber. Yep. And I stood up and I grabbed yes. her hand and I'm yes. like, hold my hand, baby. Yes. Hold my hand. <laughs> just, just you no, know, yeah. like, and the whole time as he's marching his way to the bridge, like, it, it's. This is him. There's no way. Don't, this is don't, it. Don't fucking take like, this from me. Don't fucking like, take it from I'm me. I'm like crushing her hand. <laughs> I'm like standing up, freaking out. Yeah. And uh, then the hood reveal. And yeah, no, it was a very. So whew, the, the reveal was amazing. Moment. Again, yeah. especially with headphones. And I'm so glad I washed it with my AirPods, my AirPods. In. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really cool because you have this show centered on a savvy gunslinging Mandalorian you know, who's very capable and gets out of every situation, you know, through, through force, through, um, cunning talent, through cunning, yeah. through yeah. whatever. And then you just saw real power walk through the door, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, oh man, I felt it. Yeah. I felt it. Yeah. The way he caved in the dark troopers, he absolutely just like mutilated them. Mm-hmm. That's what I was talking you know? about in the episode that we just recorded with, yeah. you know, how, the Mando's troop, the people he's hanging out with, if they were up go against Thrawn, you know, they're playing checkers compared to what Luke and Thrawn are doing, where they're playing chess. It's right. a whole fucking different level. Exactly. Yeah, that's after a good way to put it. After slaughtering the dark troopers, he comes in so calm. Quick scan of the room, lock eyes with Baby Yoda. Yep. Mm-hmm. No introduction calm. needed. He wasn't even out of breath. He was not even was, out of breath. He just folded totally his hands. Chill. I, just to add to your point, I think his I think his demeanor was perfect. Absolutely, you know he wasn't really animated. Oh, that was very intense. I mean, he was totally animated, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> he, he, he wasn't like you know nice. moving weird or speaking too much, and his face was kind of dire, sort of or uh, more more serious than. Stoic. I don't know. He looked like stoic. He, he looked pretty pretty stoic. Yeah, you know, not necessarily nice. So you know, um, apparently uh, Dave Filoni. He's he's a big fan of the Star Wars Rebels. He's the biggest fan they have on the entire. But John Favreau, thing. he's the fan of the old school. He grew up with the stuff that we watched. Sure, you know he yeah, was Filoni. Filoni is like an encyclopedia where Favreau is like a couple magazines. Yeah. Hey, I'm not saying well that done. Favreau's take on Star Wars is bad by any means. I'm just saying Filoni. I, I think the two of them together is, are is doing some really cool enormous. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have somebody like that, though, if you have a Filoni that's like an encyclopedia and a Favreau who's a fanboy, that's a powerful combination. combination. Absolutely. Here's what no, needs to happen. It's perfect. Here's how it needs to look. Exactly. Go right. to yeah. town, boys. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We all get it. T- yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Keep you know who out of the mix. <laughs> so apparently, Kevin and I were watching a thing, and um, I wasn't aware of this, but the same day that or around the same time that the Mandalorian season finale was released, Kathleen Kennedy released a Lego Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> and in the special, apparently, Ray travels back in time to teach Yoda about the Force. Oh, Christ. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like me now. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually put that on, uh, and i'm not sh- i don't remember exactly why i think there was a lot going on in the house at the time but i it didn't i didn't put it on for very yeah. long oh yeah she goes back she fights Darth Vader and trains luke skywalker yeah. all that stuff yeah well i'm gonna we ignore talk that about the snub to ray that oh yeah yeah kev, kev yeah. what was what was the line that so luke, gave? luke is explaining to mando that grogu will not be safe until he is mastered oh, yes, the force I know what you're gonna say. and he sneaks in there he is strong with the force, but talent is nothing without training. Boom. Ooh. That was a blatant middle finger to everything the new trilogy was peddling out. Yeah. Middle you know, fingers in the air. Everybody. You know, you actually texted that and I and I kind of rolled my eyes, but after watching it now and mm-hmm. thinking about it again, I'm like, you know what, you're actually spot on. Uh yep. totally right. Like there's no the yeah, that was lost on me, but I, I get it now. It was good. Yeah, no, that is good. That is good. Sorry, Ray, you did well, but mm. the story you were given was was shit. Yep. I, I tell you, I, I had I was I had nothing but optimism after Force Awakens. Me I was too. very optimistic after that, and then I wasn't. Yeah, I'm even surprised to hear you say that because uh, even though I think it was the the best of the three new movies, oh by far, um, it still has its uh, oh absolutely problems. It wasn't perfect. It was a rehash of A New Hope. Yeah. 
it was it was following you know pre uh, preordained plot lines but it felt like star wars um underdeveloped as their characters were ray finn and poe mm-hmm. had really good chemistry on street on screen together sure it, it felt yeah. it felt but star wars part after that you had it in the first movie. But it's like we're alluding later. to, you know, like the movie itself was pretty good, but it's like, what, you just pick up a lightsaber and you're a badass now? Yeah. I was looking forward to some humbling moments in the next movie where Ray nope. might even, might step back and acknowledge, why am I so good at all of these things? This I've never done this before. How am I picking up on this? A little self-awareness. Nope. Instead, you see Luke Skywalker drinking blue alien titty milk and getting his ass kicked. By literally everybody. By everybody. <sighs> I'm getting depressed. My Christmas cheer. Okay, is, okay, is, okay, is, okay, is okay, 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 okay. I'm, All right, uh, ready? You ready? <laughs> I'm glad that we're working this episode like this because if we had just waited till after the finale to talk about this season of The Mandalorian, we would have only talked about the ending. You're 100% right. Um, I'm glad we got to get all that other stuff, you know, especially the Bill Burr stuff. We got to get the Bill Burr stuff. The characters. I'm glad we got to get everything off our chest and the Ahsoka stuff. Now we can really focus on just the finale, maybe tie it into um, previous episodes. Or, or, I mean, we could talk about the hallway scene. Let's start from the beginning. This is going to open up with Boba Fett um, and and crew yep chasing down the imperial cruiser that has the doctor because they want it they need to grab that doctor right yep um so this ties into what we were just talking about in the previous episode slash same episode as this one <laughs> yeah uh, the death star thing right so you have cara dune and mando how badass was that scene yeah mm. right they're they're holding the pistols uh to the imp's head and they're and the guy's like i was on the death star Cara Dune, best line. Oh, yeah. Which one? <laughs> Damn. And, my, you know, to my man's credit, you know, he, he tries to, you know, egg her on a little bit by uh, knocking Alderaan, and then she shoots him in the face. Which yeah, how do you think me, that was going to end? I, I thought this was great. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't Doctor know how ends gonna... up being pretty cool, if I remember correctly. He cares about the child, too. Yeah. it would. He's just what... doing a job. Correct. Yeah, he's one of those. Yeah, I was just doing. What I, was I was just following orders. orders. Yes, just following orders. They hint that he's a. Well, they don't hint. They tell you that he's a clone engineer. So I don't know if he's got some kind of programming that keeps him loyal to, you know, his uh, right owners. Sure, potentially, yeah. Which, when you bring that up, it seems they have planted the seeds of weaving the Mandalorian into the new trilogy. We had um, briefly discussed that before we started recording, and um, there's two ways it could go. They're either going to rewrite history post Mandalorian or they're going to have to tie it in well we've brought this up uh, another thing we brought up before was the uniqueness that the Star Wars franchise has in that we can't seem to just rewrite things when they go bad it's not like Superman or Batman <clears throat> I think or we're a franchise when it starts falling apart we can just start a new one no for some reason everything first of all they need to blow up Jakku I actually disagree first thing they should do yeah just blow Jack- up Jakku. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Sure. Blow it up. <laughs> no, but I, I actually, uh, like with what Kevin was talking about, I think we're kind of like, uh, I hope anyways, there's been a lot of headlines about how they're actually doing exactly that. I think I think they will be re- rewriting uh, part, parts of the, uh, the universe. But what's the rule on rewriting Star Wars? We can rewrite everything except the original trilogy. Is that the rule? Because I, I think it would be cool if we stuck on the timeline that we're on. Because if we set a, we're going to be setting a precedent that we can rewrite something if it's bad, then people are going to say, well, what about the prequels? Can we rewrite they, those? They acknowledge the prequels already by, um, so the next scene was two Mandalorians walk into a bar <laughs> to meet two other Mandalorians, and they call out Boba as being a clone. So mm-hmm. they've acknowledged the prequels. So mm-hmm. that ship has sailed. My friend. And we saw a prototype Snoke clone in The Mandalorian this season. So I think that ship has also sailed. Grogu's blood um, is the key to cloning the Emperor. Luke at some point had dealings with Snoke, didn't he? I have no idea. Probably. 
And I remember I he have. felt weird about him. He wasn't scared, mm-hmm. but he was just like this nine foot tall clony thing. And he's just kind of like, huh, this is weird. This is odd. Mm-hmm. Well, but so there's 25 years between the events that are happening right now and The Force Awakens. Okay. So I think we've said previously that Ray may have been being born right about now. So I guess she's not being born for another 10 years, we'll call it. Thanks for that imagery. Just pictured, uh, just reminded me that Palpatine got laid at some point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Power. Power. <laughs> I'm just going to say. The fuck is wrong with us? Um, Feel the force. But we keep bringing up. The- Keep bringing Perhaps up the possibility. you want to some of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we bring up the possibility of, you know, the, the new trilogy being unwritten, so to speak. I feel like Mandalorian is at a different crossroads right now. Because I, I honestly just don't think the Disney machine will allow their work to be undone. So I think the choices Mandalorian Excuse is going to have. You mean the Disney that's remaking all of their original movies? Well, it's different when it's theirs. Mulan, they did it like it was less than 20 years ago. Okay. They, they Has, it. Have any of the remakes been better than the originals? No. Then shut up. Wow. <laughs> My feelings. I don't trust these people. <laughs> I know. So I know. Mandalorian can go <sighs> one of two directions. It can eventually tie in to everything that happened in the new trilogy or he can fuck off mm-hmm. go on a space adventure that has nothing to do with the main plot of star wars that's yeah that i, I would be into something like that because you know the the as would i yeah the the galaxy it's a big where, place where star, where star wars takes place yeah exactly it's a big place there's mm-hmm. there's all types of timelines and stories you can tell without bring without even you don't Re- have rewriting. To, you don't even have to touch it. You don't have to keep running into the same dozen people. Yeah. Over the course of a 50, 60 year story taking place in a galaxy. Right, but I mean, if they're going to hint at things like Grand Admiral Thrawn, they just introduced us to the Luke we've always wanted and that we knew existed. Mm-hmm. Then say, why say, are you not? I say go that way. Just go and we do the right. damn Timothy Zahn books. Yeah, they're, for real. For real. They're it, right you there. You just laid it out. They're right there. No, I don't know you how hear, Grogu plays into you, those. But. Didn't you hear what Kathleen Kennedy said? There's no source material to work with with Star Wars. There's 100%. Oh, really? She said that? That's an exact material. quote from her on on the difficulties of making I'm, Star Wars. There's no source material. Yeah, don't quote me on this, but actually, I think you told me this, Jay. I don't, I don't know if it was ever official, but like, I think Luce, Lucas kind of softly gave Zahn the nod saying like, this is like this is like kind of what I, you know this is good stuff like i would say this you is know, better that, well, well like this is the, yeah that i would say happened and they they in the adopted a few things and yeah. made it canon yeah. from timothy zahn's books yeah. the whole planet of coruscant for example off the top of my head you know uh that is now canon he created zahn created that mm-hmm. so but they've just laid out the 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 red carpet to say hey if they picked up Mandalorian tomorrow, that's where it's heading. I love it. If they I followed th- Luke on that ship with Grogu, that's where it's heading. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. If it, this becomes the Luke show, <clears throat> instead of Mando and Grogu traveling the universe, now it's Luke and Grogu. Skywalker, season going, one, 2022. Right? Going oh. again, and Thrawn's your adversary. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I'm all oh, over yeah. it. They talked about getting, uh, what's his name? Uh, Flemedic. Bumberbatch. <laughs> Flamey Dick Bumberbatch. <laughs> to, to play Thrawn and he would be good. Sure. He would. Whatever his name He is. would. He's got the voice for it. Oh, he's good at being evil. He's got the head for it. You kidding? Speaking of... Minimal the, makeup. Sorry to bounce yeah, back. Was. You guys... I, I wasn't turned off by the deep fake head. I was not. I, uh, I, was, I, I didn't care. I, think I don't think it could have been done successfully any other way. Um, I wouldn't have brought in a forward, character. Yeah. If they want to put Sebastian Stan or someone else in, fine, awesome. Yeah. Thank you for doing it that first time. And thank you for keeping it simple and not making him say anything stupid. Yeah. yeah. I actually had a little issue with it the first time I saw it. 
And uh, that happens with me. So, but anyways, I watched a, a well, second Because your brain knows it. Your brain knows it's fake. Right. Yeah. I might have not had my glasses on the first time. Anyways, I watched it again, and uh, it's it, they did a great job with it. I thought mm -hmm. Luke, Luke looked uh, great, so it's fine. Thank you, like Mike said. Are we ready for some more beer? I'm ready for some more beer. I am also ready. All right, let's um, push pause on this. I'll get the uh, beer and find out what my dog's barking at. We're back. Hey. Again. <laughs> again. Hey, everybody. <laughs> we got our second beer from Tavor. And this is the Bee Bomb, uh, Fremont, because beer matters. This one is an Imperial Winter Ale, coffee, cinnamon, aged in bourbon barrels. We're coming in at a 13%. Blah, 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 Star blah, blah, Wars. Blah, blah, Stop <laughs> drinking. Just start drinking. What did you guys think about some of the um, some of the more surprising music choices in this episode? Dude. All right. So there's two that stick like out in my said, head. Surprising. But good, yeah. good job. There's two. I, the, second, I think Jay, the Dark I think, Troopers. I think Jay, yeah, you're about to say my favorite. The yeah. Dark Troopers doing their friggin' Double little techno thing right. was badass. Yeah. They, should, they should have had Pertubator do some music. That, that could have gone a lot worse. <laughs> it was amazing. And yeah. then obviously Luke's entrance yeah. theme. Yeah. Uh, just straight from when the the X-wing landed was just so well done. His yeah. whole fighting oh. scene was Love like it. this slow, medium up uplifting music but yeah. not it wasn't the rebels coming to the rescue music yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. it, which was which can ruin you calm, there calm. was also the uh sad music when grogu and din Djarin had their let me look upon you with my own eyes scene mm -hmm. when he took his helmet off uh, the, the callback to vader scene yeah a lot of the music with the group in the in the bridge was my favorite yep there was uh some really nice uh like melodic guitar stuff that's mm -hmm. different from the regular theme we always hear Yes. Really good, kind of thoughtful, sad, you know, end of the line stuff. Yeah. 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 Because that's how it felt, even though it wasn't the end of the line. Nobody yeah. knew that as it was happening. Yeah. Everybody, that's actually interesting if you think about it. Everyone at the end of this episode, except for Luke, thought that they were pretty much a, a, hanging, you know, over They're the salt like pit by like a thread. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, mm -hmm. especially Moff, we were just talking about this before <laughs> we started recording, was oh, yeah. like, he, he's like, you know, I, I thought the way that his, his parts were written was so good because, I mean, he, He's literally within half an inch of death with each second that goes by. Yeah, you know he's he's playing his end game. He's got nothing. He's he can't physically overtake anybody. He, you know, so he's just showing no fear and just playing his cards. You know, he, he had the blaster. He had the dark troopers, and all this stuff got foiled. Yeah, and then I Luke shows brilliant. up, and I guarantee Luke shows up, Moff but nobody Gideon. knows what's really going to happen. Yeah, but Moff Gideon knew exactly who that was. As right. soon as he showed up, he got he that was, look on his face, mm -hmm. that scared look. Oh shit, this course. asshole. Yeah. yeah, you know, nobody else know. in the room really knew who that was. I'm Moff sure Moff Gideon did. I know, but n n none of the good guys. No, of course knew, not. knew who, who that was. I mean, they, they're like, okay, thanks for killing the dark troopers, but really, hey, I look, we're not a next. Jedi, not the huh? Jedi. Well, it's a Jedi. They didn't know. Right, right. Since this is kind of coming up, can I bring up that that quote I sent you guys a while back? So we started getting into it about how uh, how the Star Wars uh, universe seems kind of selective on how well the Jedi are known. Sure. Like within 20 oh, years of them being a permanent position of power within the galactic government, they are forgotten in the stuff of legends. And uh, playing through this old Star Wars game, Knights of the Old Republic 2, found this... Uh, this quote that seemed relevant to that was from a Mandalorian, of all things, fresh after the Mandalorian Wars. Said, we'd never faced Jedi before, and we didn't know the threat they represented. Things that are common knowledge to you are just rumors and stories to the rest of the galaxy. Yeah. Oh, like, like oh, I said, it's a big, it's a big galaxy. And yeah. the story that we're seeing is revolving around places where the Jedi are going, not where they're not going. Right. I'm sure there are still planets out there that didn't even know there was an empire. Yes, exactly. You know, we've talked civilized about planets, this. right? That have no idea. Yes. Yep. Hundred mm -hmm. percent. What did you guys think of those uh, dark troopers? By the way, Kev said something wicked funny earlier. What? When we were uh, rewatching it, we're watching them like march down in formation. We make holes in teeth. We make holes <laughs> in teeth. So I'm calling them the cavity creeps from now on. I thought they were cool. I thought they represented the. Fr uh, uh, a serious threat i mean absolutely but i mean the you know they they didn't like move that well i mean they're pretty clunky i guess but right. i mean how do you expect the droid to move like for instance the bounty hunter droid yeah, in season yeah. one yeah. was mm -hmm. infinitely cooler than the platoon of dark droids in my opinion sure but like i thought the dark troopers 
served yeah. their purpose really well. And like we kind of said a second ago, the, the music that went along, you know, with their loadout scenes was like very techno and very cool. And it, yeah, that, yeah. That, that added an element, a much needed element, I think, yeah, yeah, to yeah. their presence on screen. Because otherwise I thought they weren't really that interesting. Like it would have been cool if they had a leader, like, sure. a, like a droid mastermind. Uh, so that they had like some sort of like uh, flanking mechanism to attempt on Luke, maybe. Right. But I mean, you know that you don't you don't need any of that. But I mean, uh, you know, I actually could, they think were kind of boring, but they kind served of their like purpose. Droid hive mind did kind of try and do that because they stopped Andor because they recognized they they knew as soon as the lightsaber came out, they have scanners everywhere. Sure. For sure. They're right. like, okay, these guys aren't going anywhere. The threat's over there. Mm-hmm. That is a way bigger threat than these assholes trapped in a room. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. all of them were no I mean, doubt. I don't even know how you program something to. I'm surprised they didn't have shields built in for the lightsabers. Right, next we time. had those. Next time, mm-hmm. those are only third time. generation. Let's see what happens when they get to fourth generation. The yeah, droid sure. Droid I mean, technically, you know, the dark droids exist in a place mostly mostly devoid of droids, and they do hint at how they draw a lot of power to stay ready all the time. So maybe yeah. maybe the um, shields would have uh, just kind of drawn too much power, and they don't need them anyway. So okay. that was way, way overthinking I mean, on all they that. Took but... Blaster fire, no problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they Punch doors really hard. Yeah, right. They rock them. Good, good thing and he had that helmet on. I counted. He took seven hits. He took seven hits to the head. He took seven punches from a dark Mando did into his helmet. Good thing he had that helmet that, on. Yeah. That rang his bell. I mean, they, he yeah. should have been stumbly. Yeah. I'm just calling Beskar plot armor from now on. Yeah, they showed the badassness of the, the best car, I thought. So what else we got? I don't know, man. I thought that was a really satisfying ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, like we were just talking about before we recorded, I am dying to see what happens on that bridge right now. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But, I mean, uh, this the, is where the story splits, right? This is where all the... Um... This is where it splits. Boba's gone. Um, Do we continue with... Mando's story, can he hold it What together? is his story? Well, what he's is... got the Darksaber now. Okay. Is there going to be tension between Just him throw and... on the ground and walk away. Oh, he doesn't have a ship. He doesn't have a ride. He doesn't have a ride. Fuck. Absolutely. He's got plenty of Beskar, though. <laughs> yeah. And so does his opponents, if they're actually opponents. He's not going to want to fight them. He is his calling? Does he got to go out and find more foundlings? He's got to deal with the Darksaber situation. That's what's happening on that bridge right now. Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm wondering kind of what Mikey's wondering. I think because like the dark sabers, that's like one little thing. But like now that like when we meet the Mandalorian, you know, he's just kind of going around taking jobs, right? He's, yeah. just, he's just kind of yeah, like, he's making money. He's just like a working man. He's just yeah, taking jobs, whatever. Then he picks up the child, and our story begins. What's his role? He doesn't. He, he's not like a diplomat. He hasn't really gotten into any major players in the war. He's Jon Snow. He's a reluctant ruler now. Yeah. No, I'm, to... I'm. Yeah. I, I, You're I, my I get, queen. I get that. I'm just wondering what his like. Major, only if the Mandalore recognize him as such, they they have to. Uh, that's that's another thing. Um, these Mandalorians are very selective about which rules they can break and when. You know, between taking the helmet off, I get it. Uh, the faction that Din Djarin belongs to, to yep. do not take off their helmets at all. But the other Mandalorians, they can take their helmets off, but they can't take the friggin' sword. Mm-hmm. Take the sword. This yeah. doesn't need to be an argument. I hear yeah. you. You know, it would be good too. Everybody would be happy. Then we can move on. Right. You know, Arm wrestle for it. Does it have to be to the death? Yeah. No. Yeah. Moff's alive. Some more. I hate to say it. Um, you know, I'll Rochambeau, you for if, it. If he did fight um, Bo uh, Katan, I don't think that he would win. I don't think he'd want to win. You know. Well, to be the leader, but I mean, I'm just saying if he was forced to fight her or mm-hmm. ended up fighting her, I think she would beat him anyway. I, I don't know enough about her, but I'll take I think they kind of show it. In the episode, that he's just kind of, I mean, he's good. He's dangerous and everything. But I think as far as combat, he's kind of outclassed by. Uh, how I, cool would it have been if uh, Boba Fett was there on the deck when Luke Skywalker showed up? Awkward. 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 We talked about this before the episode. I actually think, I think it was, it's a double-edged sword. I think it was kind of brilliant that they, you know, Removed did, did, Boba. did the story the way they did so mm-hmm. that he was gone. But I also think it would have been pretty damn cool to have him there because... It does seem strange that he didn't come back. Yeah, well, because like we were saying, like... It's like he you forgot your assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we had her in the cutscene afterwards, so yeah. 
obviously whatever oh, happened oh, yeah. on the on that bridge resolved itself. Yeah. We don't know what yet because Fennec made it to Tatooine. Indeed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good point. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who was that guy they took out? Was that Hut's house? Yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was the guy from. It was just Return like an old school house takeover. Uh, they just like we're taking over. Ben Fortuna. Right there, you go. He's no Jedi. Cool. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew it was that guy, yeah. but I'm just like, is this? Because yeah, I just had and to kind of remember. Did you guys say the same thing I was though when when they walked in and they stood over that? I'm like, don't stand on that door. What what are you doing? They both <laughs> stood right they on top both... of the Rancor, Rancor track. I mean, I know there isn't a Rancor down there anymore, but you don't know. <laughs> Why would you stand on it? Probably cloned a fucking Rancor. At, at best, it's a 15 foot drop. Well, Mando's got a jetpack. He'll be all right, but Fennec would be fucked up. <laughs> Metal guts. There goes the button, and you're done. Trap door. I'm pretty sure that Boba could have knocked his teeth out with that mace thing he's got. Yeah. See what it did to stormtrooper armor? That plastic, insignificant stormtrooper armor? Yeah. yeah. Some, something else that came up, too. With this season of Mandalorian, it, the disposability of stormtroopers has come full circle. Hey, they I are find it, hilariously I, I find it comical, but it's uh, it's great to watch. You know, it's just, they're just fodder. They don't they don't matter. I think they're that's just, that's where just Rogue Just a reason one. for action. That's it. I think that's where Rogue One was a good thing. It was a nice reminder, hey, to the not super badasses of the galaxy, stormtroopers are a threat. Sure, yeah. yeah. Again, nice the reminded. people that we follow around are typically elite warriors with, you know, some of them have force sensitivity. Some of Bio them have augmentations that make yep. them stronger, faster, whatever, or they've just been warriors their entire life. Right. And, you know, so, yeah, maybe... I don't know. I can't really make any excuses for this. Well, we did get to see more brutal um, stormtrooper deaths, though. Yeah. Normally, they die to a weird laser blast, or they fall off, and we get the Wilhelm scream or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we had dudes getting cracked These... there, getting their skulls cracked in by bantha sticks, and Mando even choked one out with his spear. I, I mean, like that. it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, they they did a close up of the dude's feet as he's literally getting his windpipe crushed. Yeah. It was amazing. Speaking of Mando on the spear, yeah, Pedro Pascal and the Beskar spear. Dude, I liked it. I know what I, you're. I did you're like no... it. No, I wanted to see more. I wanted to see. I was just gonna say that. I wanted to see Oberon. There yeah, was a couple of really cool too. moves, but there was literally two, two and a half. He, he's really never cool fought moves. with a spear. I know he has. Not for nothing. He was in a hallway. He was not in an ideal fighting area for a long. It's a, a short long spear. Wasn't that short? <laughs> Some spears are longer than others. Lo- longer than a sword. Not small. It's thin. Well, the one he fought with in <laughs> in Game of Thrones was like uh, almost twice his height, and and uh, this one here, you know, it's like a shoulder height. That little kick move that he did, though, I didn't yeah. like that. Ping. But, uh, but uh, yeah. Like I said, I think this this episode took a gamble, and um, they're at a paying dividends. It it paid off immediately for sure, but it's also put them <laughs> in a position where they're they're going to have to make a choice now. Which they had a lot of they have a lot of avenues they could go down, and um, I do hope they make the right decision. You know I what, hope they're what, not overwhelmed by all the spinoffs that are already getting announced: the Book of Boba Fett, the whatever that uh, shows. Yeah. So speaking of like. Ashoka? This it's spelled Ashoka, but everyone spelled says Ahsoka. 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 It's spelled A. Ahsoka. There's an S H. It's yeah, so it's spelled Ahsoka. Okay. So we oh. already got ass two two series in the works, and I just hope they're not spread out so thin and to the point where it all turns just. What's the what's the word you use? What what's the word you use for uh, music that's just kind of engineered? Engineered, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Manufactured. Manufactured. <clears throat> One thing I'm really looking forward to in the future with Star Wars is they're um, making a show for Disney+. Plus. It's a series. I, I think it's just going to be one show, kind of like a Love, Death, and Robots thing where it's a bunch of different animators <clears throat> getting together and telling oh, that's cool. a story. I like uh, that. But it's all going to be Japanese animation. Awesome. So like Animatrix, but it. like for Animorphs. For Star Wars. Did you guys watch Love, Death, and Robots? Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But I like that idea. I think you can get a lot of story told in oh, a very short amount of oh, time yeah. with yeah. maximum action, maximum It's a lot of violence. what ifs. Yeah, it's a lot that, of that like could, isolated yeah. little things. That with could details. potentially be the key to making a good Star Wars franchise. There's no doubt. Just what have we no, been no, talking sure. about for years. How 
why is it so hard to make good Star Wars material? Because in this enormous galaxy with hyperspace travel, they keep focusing on the same group, mm-hmm. you know, on the same happenings. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why not got, just um, bounce around? Mm-hmm. Rogue Squadron. What's a day in the life on Kashyyyk look like? What else do we have? Bad Batch, Rogue Squadron, uh, Book of Boba, Ahsoka. Whatever the Vader thing was called. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, yep. Um, and yeah, probably, I mean, there should be probably uh, material coming up. I mean, I don't expect all of them to be A+. Um, Wouldn't that be nice, though? It's a little scary, you know, because we, we keep... Wondering when they're going to, you know, start making it to sell toys again. And that could happen with any one of those shows. I think right now they're selling subscriptions to Disney Plus, And I think that's a great idea. And I think you can accomplish that and sell toys. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't need to be exclusively one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, that, that freaking Baby Yoda, Grogu. I know there's a Baby Grogu, but I think, I think generally, like, if you... I don't know what the rating is on most of these episodes, but I'd imagine it's equivalent to PG or PG thirteen. No, well, that's we had to have the frog episode and reel the kids in. Yeah, you know, I went back and watched that one. I do not dislike that as as much as you guys did. I thought it was pretty cool. But now that we know where the season ended up, mm-hmm. I can probably see it again and not be terrified. That's an interesting point, too, because when we started reviewing this season, the second season, we were all like, eh, very wishy-washy, a lot of side quests and a lot of stuff. We're like, what's going on with the story? Well, it all kind of came together His in the last... His ship was held together with fishing nets at one point. Right. It was a little tough to <laughs> stomach. Calamari. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a little rough. Um, I mean, I, and I know he specifically addressed it. He's like, well... Thank goodness, you know, they sealed the cockpit or whatever. You know, this thing works, but we can't go out that door. Yeah. So. What's he going to do for a ship now? I don't know. I want to see the rest. He's just going to be a passenger. Where huh? are we going? He's just a passenger. He'll obtain one somehow. He's got money He's in the bank. He's a dark passenger. He's got a Beskar spear. Hmm. He'll make a deal with somebody. He's got friends. He'll definitely yeah, get a new ship. Uh, Jon Snow had a Valyrian steel sword. Didn't stop him from becoming useless. Let's not compare franchises. That's a deep hole. Uh, Isn't that what we're here to do? Yeah, I suppose. Sorry, continue. <laughs> continue your lament. He's already re- tried to relinquish rule to a lady. He looked pissed that it wasn't handed to her. Right. Just oh, yeah. saying, I'm that I'm I'm right. drawing comparisons. I wouldn't mind seeing Mando's character leading like a um almost like a rebel group or like a group that kind of works with Luke to kind of you know thwart the Empire, and they kind of work together to protect Grogu. And protect all right. So and until, until you Republic. just said that, I was like, I, I don't see Mando having those principles. I mean, he cared about the kid. Literally, that was the only thing he gave a shit about. That and maybe Cara Dune, who he seems to kind of developed a bond with. Oh yeah. But now that the kid is gone, can we get? Can we go back to Mando throwing people in the path of closing blast doors and snipping their heads off? Mm. Can he go back to doing that now? He seems to love Beskar a lot too. Well, that was the whole thing. He was brought up with like, hey, go find Beskar because we need it for the foundlings. Yeah. That's your job. You're Interesting. Part yeah. of our, that's yeah. what you, that's what it means to be part of this group. Jay. Yeah. Do you have octopuses on your socks? I do. That's I have awesome. octopi. Octopods. Yeah. I thought those were Kraken. Yeah. Oh, Kraken. Little ones. Have you guys heard the droid story? Really quick. All right. So in the, the tale of the bounty hunter, uh, they do a little whole little mini story on IG-88, who is yeah, the bounty Peter. hunter droid. All right, so uh, I'll just, I'm, I'm going to try and break this down the best I can. Because I don't, it's been years since I've read it. But essentially, uh, IG-88 comes from a planet that makes droids. So in case you didn't know this, uh, in the Star Wars universe, where do all those droids come from? Yeah. They come from a planet where they build droids. Okay. That's it. There's one planet that builds all the droids. And IG-88 story is blah, 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 stuff, stuff, stuff. But the, <laughs> the kicker was this. Um, apparently, I think it was him, he slipped a program on the droid planet where every droid that was being made had a switch put in where a command code, like an Order 66, and all droids that had this switch will kill every human. 
You know, think like uh, Bender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, from yeah. Futurama. You know, kill all humans, kill right? Kill the meat bags. So it, it was awesome because uh, apparently the planet blew up or something like that. It, it was some situation where the order could never be given, but if someone could figure out how to do it, every droid, like the one that's in your house or your protocol droid, your <laughs> C-3PO, could would turn around and just be like, and try and kill you. Wow. I'm so just all saying, these droids are running around with this like. Is that what the droid program. story is going to be? I'm sorry. Is that what it's going to be? There's a droid story. Uh, the, yeah, it's one of the movies coming out. One of the series or shows. Oh, for fuck me! Yeah. Really? Yeah, I thought it was going to be the um, C3PO story. Where remember when he was wearing that red arm for a minute? Uh, I thought it was I the story of how he got the red arm. Do not want to see an entire series of C3PO. Yeah, no, they've ruined C3PO uh, think, for me. I think I'm with you on that. <clears throat> I think it's interesting and everything, but. Yeah, I like they, Jay's story better. Yeah. All right, so we're just going to... Oh, we got we got one more uh, Christmas beer. Uh, oh, we do? We do. Oh, okay. Yeah, one more Christmas beer. Christmas beer. Let's Shall just I? grab it. I don't think we need to rinse or anything. Uh, it's a totally different beer. Oh, it is? Oh, all right. Uh, be right back. All right, we're back, and uh, we're just pouring our last Christmas beer. Christmas. Christmas. That uh, Mikey got us from Tabor. Uh, this one is Kevin's, and he got the one. These are all black beers. Yeah. Yeah. This is Cuvée. 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 This is a maple barrel age stout. The uh, alcohol percentage is a mystery. I'm I think assuming that one was eleven. It's up there. That's right. You did mention that. I think that was eleven. I think we have to look it up. Okay. These are all heavy, but they're really, really good. This one um, can really taste the maple. This is all maple and chocolate. So I'm glad it's not another barrel-aged one. I think I've had enough barrel for today. Yeah. Um, I like the way the maple kind of hits you a couple seconds later. That's like pancakes. Give it a second. Wait till that maple kind of... I got it. Oh, that's good. It's like candy. (laughs) That's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. There's a mixed reaction in the room here. (laughs) No, I like it. Um, Bru and I, Bru, our... you know, you and I are thinking the exact same thing. What's a... Some whiskey would go real great with this. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it. I was. I know you got some, Jay. We're no whiskey. I hid the whiskey. Jay, where's the whiskey? No whiskey? It's not late. We got time. No, no whiskey. Oh. Dangerous, Kev. I know. You're dangerous. So what we got for Star Wars, guys? Yeah, we got to get it all out now because I was just thinking pretty soon we're gonna have to start talking about something else. We got to start talking about something. We else. We don't have to, but we're not. Gonna, there's not gonna be anything relevant to talk about for a while. Yeah. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Um, so after watching The Mandalorian, I didn't have anyone to talk to because I couldn't talk to you guys till like the next day because you guys had to work that day and everything. I I get it. Poor Mikey. So it was, so for, whole, it was four in the morning and you couldn't talk to anyone. I like to go online and watch the reaction videos because there are a whole bunch of YouTubers that. I don't know any of their names, but they show themselves reacting. They live stream themselves watching it. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, missed opportunity. We have got to do a reaction video. Okay. All right. So maybe we can do something like that when that um, animated Star Wars oh, yeah, thing yeah. comes out. Ah, we can... I got a great one. Have you seen Two Girls One Cup? Oh God, oh, Jesus! Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what? You want the a reaction video? video? <laughs> I will. I will not be. Forgetting. Remember the Kermit the Frog and Rolf the Dog <laughs> reaction. <laughs> I will not be forgetting the way I felt watching that last half hour anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, was amazing. No, I, I can't even that was count magic. how many times I've watched it. I've I've watched the last 20 minutes of that like to absolute death. And I'll probably watch it again. In fact, I'm probably going to at some point I'll let it rest for a minute, but at some point I'm going to start from the beginning of season 1 and just go through everything. I'm going to sure. do that one more time. I've watched the last episode uh, twice, and I've watched the last half of it. So I've seen the ending three times. Did you guys hear that they are remaking uh, Big Trouble? No. No. With The Rock and Jackie Chan. Motherfucker. Are you serious? No, but can you imagine? (laughs) Well, hang on. Well, hang on. Hang on. Rock and Jackie Chan. I just had had palpitations. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, you can't you That's can't what, you no, can't you can't can. just listen, you can't just remake Jack Burton. Dude, if The Rock <laughs> agreed to taking on Jack Burton, I would personally write The Rock a letter and be like, "Look, dude, you're not even in my wheelhouse and I think you're the shit, but now you're just a piece of shit. Can't believe you stepped all over Jack Burton, you cunt." Yeah, that would piss me off. But 
The Rock has surprised <laughs> us before. Such a dick, Jay. <laughs> Look at me, he's all riled up. See what you do to me? <laughs> is he smoking two cigarettes at once? <laughs> How many are in this pack? Jesus Christ. Does anybody have anything else on Star Wars? Because this might have to be a separate episode. We'll see what happens. It's yes. a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we are terrified that this any, could all and, be taken away so fast. Yeah, they've and, done it before. You know, so it's a trap. Calamarian. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that we're not speaking directly to any of them, but I mean, I think we speak for a lot of uh, Star Wars fans when we express our kind of you know fear for that. I feel like we take it a little bit more personally. Well, dude, we've been fans for over 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not asking a lot. We are not really asking not. a lot. We're asking for some quality films. And, and look how easy they made it look with Mando. So easy. They look made how it they look did, so easy. They did so much more dude, you just with show so me much a, less. Did you, just, you just show me a guy walking across the desert or walking through a city, messing stuff up, but he's got a mission. Humanizing moments, a couple fights, next I, episode. I can't even see what his face <clears throat> looks like, and I can tell the kind of emotion he's exhibiting. Brilliant stuff. I mean, I think Rogue One, well, I know that Rogue One and The Mandalorian is uh, the best stuff we've gotten since the original trilogy. One thing that surprises me is there are some Star Wars fans on Facebook, you know, people I know who are bigger fans than us, and they they even like the, the new trilogy, and it kind of breaks my heart. It's hard to figure out mm. why. Oh. But there's lightsabers and they use the force. It's cool. <laughs> it will kill my book. And then Han Solo showed up. And then Lando was like, Yeehaw! <laughs> All right, guys. Yep. Well, peace, hey. Peace and chicken um, Very much so. John Favreau, thank Favreau. you for... Thank you. thank you for working for us. How would be his name? Indeed. Thank you, John. A, a, a new hope. Good. And Filoni. Yeah. And anybody good. else that's helping on the yeah, show. Like Cheers that. to you John guys. John Favreau, Thank a new you hope. For two amazing seasons. So, yeah, we, we have a new hope right now. So let's see what when Disney strikes back and maybe we'll get a return of the Favreau <laughs> in a few years. He said they're at a crossroads now. This is a, this is a big moment. And thank you to Mikey. For the Christmas beer. Oh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Merry Christmas Mikey. Mikey. These were nice. Ooh, I'm full. Yeah. I am very full. <laughs> um, heavy beers, but uh, perfect. Perfect I'm, for this. I'm really glad we did these little four ounce glasses. Me oh, too, yeah. yeah. I think if it was a. He's nailed it. At first, I was like, oh, we're going to share. You know, I don't like to share. I'm I'm not opposed to this did. for, good for future episodes either. Mm. Yeah. I feel like when we're drinking pints, we drink like we have something to prove. <laughs> Why does someone bring a pint? What were you only supposed to I got do? Four, I got four pints in my bag. I got some pint glasses. Hey. We gotta go. Oh, we're going to drink them. As long as the whiskey ain't on the table, we're fine. All right. We'll drink them now then. All right. Thank you for listening, and we will see you for the next one. Thank you.